All right, welcome back everybody. My name's Austin. Today I wanna to update you on the IMF and Stellar Lumens, VeChain news, John McAfee news, big Bitcoin news. Like always, feel free to check the timestamps down below in the comment section and let's jump in. Our number one story today is big mass adoption news coming from Google Cloud. Block One, the company behind the cryptocurrency EOS, welcomes Google Cloud to the EOS community. If you follow us on Twitter, you knew this information first. Breaking, Google Cloud has just signed on to become an EOS block producer. That means that if elected, they will be one out of the total 21 block producers that make decisions for the network, have voting power. Is this the mass adoption that you like? Well, let's find out the details on why Google Cloud made this jump into EOS we have a direct quote from Alan Day, developer associate. We're starting the process of becoming a block producer candidate. As organizations begin to incorporate distributed ledger technology into their infrastructures, we are committed to ensuring that the information on public blockchains are securely stored, reliably available, and can be accessed in meaningful ways. So they're saying that they can see where this trend is headed and they want a piece of it. They want to be a part of it. As more enterprises get into DLT, distributed ledger technology, they want a seat at the table. Now, what does Dan Laramere, founder of Block One EOS, say about what Google Cloud will do for them? Google Cloud will continue to provide its high-provisioned, low-latency infrastructure to Block One, says Dan Laramere, through secure oracles, interchain transaction reporting, key management, and high-integrity full-node validation, Google Cloud's confidential computing infrastructure will enhance the security, scalability, and decentralization of blockchain technology. Interesting. So it sounds like Google Cloud is not only becoming a potentially becoming a block producer, but Block One, the company, is also using them for cloud storage as well. Interesting. Now keep in mind, as a block producer candidate, Google Cloud will need to be selected by token holders to secure a position within the block producer ranks on the EOS network. Google Cloud will publish a microsite that will highlight their participation in EOS's network operation as an elected block producer. So if you hold EOS, they do have to earn your vote. But what do you think? Generally speaking, I would say this is a win for EOS. In terms of decentralization, I don't know. I mean, they were never claiming to be that decentralized to begin with, or I should say everything is a degree of centralization. For me, money, money like Bitcoin should be the most decentralized. It should be the most censorship resistant. And then DAP platforms, social media platforms, not as important to me when we're talking about sacrificing a bit of decentralization to have more scalability. The market is sort of figuring itself out right now, but let me know what you think down below in the comments. If we look at Google Cloud compared to the other top cloud providers, we can see that actually Microsoft Azure and Amazon Web Services beat them in the latest statistics I have from 2017. Maybe this will help with Google Cloud's adoption just as much as it'll help with EOS's adoption. We'll see. Next piece of breaking news for Bitcoin coming right out of the United Kingdom the FCA, the Financial Conduct Authority, has officially banned all cryptocurrency derivatives trading in the UK. We have a UK audience. Let me know what you think down below in the comment section. 
And maybe it's no coincidence that this is coming right after the BitMEX charges. The FCA has banned the sale of cryptocurrency derivatives to retail customers from any firms acting in or from the UK. The ban itself will come into force January 6th, 2021. Now, why did they do this? Well, the FCA considers these products ill-suited to retail customers for multiple reasons. These include the absence of reliable valuations, the prevalence of financial crime amidst these products, extreme price volatility, as well as a lack of understanding of crypto assets on the part of you, the retail customer, and the absence of legitimate reasons for retail customers to invest in these assets. Now, this is where I take issue. I think it's fine to say that, oh, there's prevalence of financial crime in these products. That's true. It's hard to sort of tell their reliable valuations. That's very true. But when you say we're taking this away from you because of the absence of a legitimate reason for you to be invested in these assets, that shouldn't be the government's call. It's your money. It's your freedom. You should be able to choose. I don't know. I'm not a fan of derivatives trading personally. I think it's a great way for the average retail investor to lose their money. But you should have the right to do that if you want to. There should be basic regulation and protections put on these exchanges to protect you, the consumer. But now we have an entire government telling its people it's now illegal for you to participate. Significant price volatility combined with the inherent difficulties of valuing crypto assets reliably places retail consumers at a high risk of suffering losses from trading crypto derivatives. We have evidence of this happening on a significant scale. So now starting January 6th, 2021, the UK is officially banned. Sound off in the comments your thoughts. Next piece of crypto news, John McAfee has officially been arrested in Spain. He is set to be extradited back to the US on US criminal charges. Let's find out the details. The Department of Justice has charged John McAfee with tax evasion. This he openly admits, he has called it un-American to pay taxes. And also the SEC is currently suing him for allegedly taking home $21 million from ICOs. Now you're allowed to tweet and make content about ICOs, but when you don't disclose that they pay you, that's illegal. The easiest thing in the world is just to disclose. And McAfee never did that. If convicted, he faces up to 30 years in prison. And going deeper on the charges, the indictment alleges that McAfee failed to pay taxes from 2014 to 2018. I think he was pretty open about that. But moreover, it says that to hide his earnings, he routed income through cryptocurrency accounts in another person's name. The bigger story here is the ICO shilling slash not disclosing. This is the SEC's official document. And here is the total ETH. Allegedly, McAfee got paid per set of tweets. Outrageous. Again, if he just would have disclosed nothing illegal about it, then his followers could make an informed decision on their own. But he deceived, and now he's facing the charges. I'll keep you updated. Okay, next piece of news for Stellar Lumens. Stellar Development Foundation CEO, Danell Dixon, to present at the upcoming IMF conference. Check this out. The IMF, of course, stands for the International Monetary Fund, huge for legacy financial systems, and their conference is called Cross-Border Payments, A New Beginning. Check out who some of the fellow speakers are. 
Danelle Dixon, CEO of Stellar. There's also the CEO of eCurrency, Senior VP of MasterCard, and CEO of Cello, all talking about cross-border payments. The private sector steps up. So I assume Stellar Lumens will be talking about how the private sector can benefit from using Lumens for cross-border payments, potentially. Next piece of, well, not so much news, but an update on VeChain. VeChain put out a press release saying, VeChain's superior platform enables a flourishing NFT non-fungible token ecosystem. Migrate and build your project on VeChain Thor now. So this is a major play slash call to action for developers and artists to make NFTs on VeChain. And while me personally, I don't really think of VeChain when I think of chains that support NFTs, but they say that they've been one of the leaders in the space for a long time. As the leading enterprise-friendly public blockchain platform, VeChain is one of the pioneers of connecting NFTs with the real world. Application developers are able to utilize VeChain's purpose-built NFT toolset to allow for NFTs with real utility. And then they go on to list all the reasons that you want to. For example, they say in early 2018, VeChain was the one that published VIP 181, the NFT standard for their blockchain. So they were talking about it before it was cool. Anyway, they list a lot more, but I just want to put this on your radar that we might be seeing more headlines for NFT applications being built on VeChain. Okay, that is the video. My name's Austin. See you tomorrow. Oh yeah, and I don't know if you saw this, I tweeted this last night. The Chinese state media has been caught shilling cryptocurrency. This was from about 10 days ago, calling it the best performing asset class in 2020, which is huge. And that's factually correct, it has been. But keep in mind, in China, this kind of news doesn't just appear in Chinese media out of nowhere. All news they have is carefully vetted and then put into place. This is not unusual but it may indicate something may happen soon. And this was broadcast 10 days ago. 10 days ago, Bitcoin's price was near the exact same price it is now. Is it good? Is it bad? I'm just telling you that it is. Just FYI. See you tomorrow.